Today we celebrate the blessed physician, the beloved physician, Luke, the evangelist, and the disciple, the apostle, according to tradition, one of the 70, from the region of Antioch, the ancient city of Antioch in Syria, a Hellene, well-studied in the Greek language, well-studied in the knowledge of his day, a trained physician, and also a trained artist, and a beautiful writer, a companion of the Holy Apostle Paul, who traveled with him, bearing witness to the faith, but also providing medical care for the Holy Apostle Paul, who definitely at that time was in need of care, showing that no man is an island when it comes to doing the work of God, that we all need each other, that we all rely upon each other, and that together we can always do more than one of us on our own. The Holy Apostle Paul, I imagine, was able to do more, maybe, because of the help of the beloved physician Luke, who went with him and who was his companion along the way. Luke was the first iconographer. So it's very interesting that yesterday we celebrate the fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council who defended the depiction of icons, and they defended that based on the theology of the Incarnation. Because God became man and took on flesh, we can depict him and his mother and the apostles and so on. Luke was a talented artist, and he made three icons of the mother of God, the holy Theotokos, and he showed one of them to her, and she gave it her blessing. And this icon eventually became the foundation of a monastery uh, in Greece, the Great Cave, it's called, when that icon was discovered, written by the hand of the holy evangelist Luke. So he not only writes the gospel in words, he also writes, to some degree, the gospel in images. Because the icon of the Theotokos, holding the Christ child, is an icon of the incarnation. In a sense, it's an icon of the gospel, an icon of salvation. He also, according to tradition, made an icon of Peter and Paul. This makes a lot of sense. Because if you read in the book of Acts, the first part primarily focuses about the Apostle Peter. The second part primarily focuses on the Apostle Paul. And Luke was very careful. If you read the book of Acts, which you all should do, as well as the Gospel according to St. Luke, which we're reading right now in the church, you'll find that Peter and Paul, the apostles, in the book of Acts work not only the same number of miracles, but basically the same types of miracles. They parallel each other. And one of the points that the evangelist Luke is making is that they're both proclaiming the Gospel. They're both together because there were divisions in the early church. From very early on, the devil was trying to do his handiwork. The devil, the avalos, comes from the avalo, which means to separate or to divide. This is what he's always trying to do. He's trying to divide us one from another. 
He's trying to divide us and separate us and even pit us against each other. He does this today just in the same way he did it in the very early church. People sometimes have a false impression that everything in the early church was perfect. Just read the New Testament. They had their challenges too, right? And so there were these people trying to pit the circumcision party in the church against the Gentiles. But Peter and Paul are reconciled. They are one. We see this on the icon of their feast day. And they proclaim the one God and His one Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. So they are co-workers in the vineyard of the Lord. And this is affirmed in the church. And this is affirmed especially by Paul's helper, the Holy Apostle and Evangelist Luke, which we celebrate today. Luke was not only a physician of body, but he becomes a physician of soul through Christ our Lord. Elder Paisios of the Holy Mountain encourages us, read the scriptures every day for the purification of your noose, for the cleansing of your noose. Spiritual reading of the scriptures is so important. St. John Chrysostom defines an Orthodox Christian as one who knows the scriptures. This is one of his definition of an Orthodox Christian. I'll repeat that. One who knows the scriptures. We have to study the scriptures. We have to study and read the scriptures daily, but not only study, but be transformed by them. So Luke is working even now through his Holy Gospel and the book of Acts. Think of how many people have read the Gospel according to St. Luke throughout the centuries. How many people have been spiritually helped by the Gospel according to Luke and by the book of Acts? So see the great contribution he has made not only bodily but spiritually as well. St. Luke's relics were in Greece, then they went to Constantinople, then they were taken by the Crusaders, I think to Italy somewhere, and then the now Archbishop of Athens, when he was a metropolitan in the Church of Greece, wrote, I don't remember, I think it might have been to the Pope, but to somebody in Rome saying, because he was serving in the area where Luke's relics kind of originally were, can we please have at least some of the relics of St. Luke? This did something interesting. For whatever reason, it started an investigation. And they decided to study the remains before they transferred them. And scientific studies confirmed, not that we needed this, but it confirmed that the remains that were there were indeed a man from Syria of the first century. So they basically confirmed that this is indeed the relics of the Holy Apostle and Evangelist Luke. And they sent a rib to that church in Greece. But they chose the rib that, was closest, that would have been closest to his heart. And that's the one they sent back. And it was put in the Roman sarcophagus that was there from that ancient time where Luke originally had been buried. And 
it began to work many miracles. And the tomb itself began to stream myrrh uh, from that place. So Luke, the heavenly physician, continues his physical healing work as well, even to this day. So we give thanks to God. We ask for the prayers of St. Luke. We read his gospel and the book of Acts. Our minds and our hearts are purified and transformed by them. And we have him as a heavenly intercessor for both spiritual and bodily ailments. Yesterday, Sunday the 17th, the ecumenical patriarch declared that particular Sunday closest to the feast day of evangelist Luke and also the holy unmercenaries Cosmas and Damien to be a synaxis of all uh, those who have labored, basically all the holy doctors, all the holy nurses, all the holy ones that we don't even know about who have served throughout the history of the church. And he's offered this day as an annual commemoration in retrospect and in thinking about uh, and in reflection to the pandemic and all of the medical workers who have worked risking their lives during this time of the pandemic, who have labored so much, and who labor not only during pandemics, but all the time on behalf of their fellow uh, men and women. So we lift up all the physicians yesterday, today, and forever, all the nurses, all the medical workers, all the EMTs, all those that are on the front lines providing healthcare. May God bless them. May he bless their hands May he bless the hands of those who work to effect the cure of the ailing now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen.